<clears throat> All right, everybody, cheers. Welcome to the unnamed Lizard King podcast. Maybe we'll figure out a name on this episode. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We don't know what the fuck we're going to call it, but we decided that we're just going to come through, you know, every, you know, maybe every weekend, maybe every, every whatever fucking day I want to do it. Put out a video, you know, we'll put it on all the streamings. It's a podcast, but it's not a podcast. This is not your father's podcast. Gecko records when Gecko won't. Yeah. And we're just going to do it. No, you know, don't expect anything from it. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, shove it up your ass. So we're just going to talk about some stocks. We're going to talk about some crypto. We're going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. We had fucking probably... Let me get a little close over here. Probably one of the worst weeks in the stock market, I'd say, right? Let's pull up the candles. Pull up the candles. Fucking, this week there's a lot of bloody candles in the market. Not great. Alright, so, everybody got fucking rocked. Um, what was my biggest loss this week, I'd say? Gotta be LGHL, right? LGHL, I got fist fucked. Um, I managed my well, risk pretty easily this week. You know, I wasn't really trying to. I wouldn't say I got fist fucked. I'm down more than I like to be in a position. But that's one thing about swings. Right. Is when you're looking, if you if you find something that you really like and you like the, the due diligence and everything behind it, you need to understand that. You got to tough it out. You got to buy the fucking dip. And you got to fucking suck it up. And you got to pucker your butthole up. Pucker up. Look, just go back and look at the charts. I put out a tweet today that was like, go back to August and look at what happened in August. I'll tell you guys, if you're just getting into trading with the GameStops and the AMCs, back in August and then even go back to March. Look at how fucking bad that was. That was a pandemic. It was a little different. But go back to August. The small caps, they got fucking rocked. No real reason. They just all got rocked. And... You know, you take a punch in the face. You kicked in the nuts. You're not going to go every day, wake up, and make fucking 500% gains on every stock you buy. And you need to understand what's more important than finding stocks that win is how to play the ones that aren't winners. Yep. You need to understand what's going on there. And, and, you know, don't just fucking buy some random... If somebody tweets something, you go, oh, yeah, No. People just jump right in and they don't know what they're buying and they don't understand what's going on. You need to understand the catalyst. You need to understand the sector that the stock is in. You need to understand support and resistance. And if you don't know support and resistance, that is, if you're a brand new trader, the most important thing, if you want to understand how to trade stocks, is look at the fucking chart and understand how to read support and resistance. And I have a video on that on my YouTube if you understand that, that's going to save you a lot of money in the long term. Very true. So, Very true, Lizard. LGHL, it's a crypto play. We, done, we did the DD. They're uh, acquiring a crypto company by March 31st. You know, the crypto market got smoked. But look, go back and look at the plays we had. MFH called that at below $3. It went to 11 plus, maybe 12 SOS called that at 180 went to fucking 16 What's the other one? Ebon. Ebon. Ebon was, was a I big was one. We killed it with Ebon. Literally. I was fucking... Oh, that was my money play. That was my biggest play of the year, I believe, so far. Nice. I, I was like... 
I knew that the catalyst was coming. I knew Bitcoin was, you know, I think I, the week before Elon bought all the Bitcoin, I was like, I feel like we're going to have a big crypto move soon. Bought it that Friday, I think, or the Thursday. Maybe it was a week before, but, and then we opened up on Monday to the Tesla news that they bought 1.5 billion in Bitcoin. And then we got all those, but they're going to cool down. And that LGHL, you know, it's a hot sector that cooled off and so did all the other stocks. So, Oh, hurts yeah, a little so. bit for now but i'm still holding on to my position there and yeah. and there's one thing if you're swinging you know and you're overextended and you have too much money in one play maybe pull a little bit out and hold the core position absolutely average down but i don't i do not average down very often no i very rarely average down unless it's a play i really really like right so what did you do gecko this week what were you playing this week you know i honestly took it really slow um I was looking for, I was looking for more specific plays that you know I think were a bit safer. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to add off support, yeah, and you know probably sell even before it got to resistance. Honestly, yeah, um, I was pulling profits. Um, not that there was many this week, but I found myself trying to pull profit earlier rather than later. You know, this is not a market where. You know, these tickers are going to run twenty percent every day. Sometimes you just got to take your, you know. 5% even, you know, you pull 5% gains off a couple stocks. It's and what do we add call up. that? We call that securing the gains. No, that oh. is wrong. We call it chip and chop. Oh, chip and chop. <laughs> Secure the gains works too, but chip and chop. That's a li- chip and chop. This is a, uh, a famous quote from a good friend of mine. You see, first you chip. And then you chop. And then you chop. And one thing about these shit weeks is it's so, it's so easy to get down on yourself and say, ah, oh, fuck, I'm so bad at trading. Let go. When the market closes, take a break. Pull up your monthly portfolio. Take a look at that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Don't Especially look at the daily, that. the weekly. Pull up the monthly, yeah. you know? February's been very, very good to us, so it's nothing fucking to December, eat November, December, January, February have been fucking bonkers. Go look. Look. I think a lot of you people like to look at stock charts like a book, and you try to predict the future and read what's going to come next. Just like everything in life, a lot is revealed within the history. So if you look back on a stock, there's a lot of information there. You can go back and look at how how the stock reacts off of good news, how the stock reacts off offerings. You know, if a stock fucking gets smoked and then bounces back the next day really hard after an offering, that means people like it and there's buying pressure there and there's a good chance it's going to bounce. So go backwards, read the charts backwards to find out where it's going to go in the future. And a- One play I did play a couple times this week, actually multiple times, is um, it's a changed my strategy a bit as I was playing Tesla a couple times. Yeah. And um, I found it that, you know, this was an easy scalp. You were able to pull 3, 3%, 5% of your gains pretty easily if you were able to find the bottom there at support. So that was, that was one that I played a couple times this week. Um, played Knack off the watch list. Oh. That was a good one. Yeah, that was that was I mean probably the we best. We picked that up at week. two days. Not yet. Not we didn't pick it up this morning. We picked it up Mo- no what Monday. What the fuck days? It was Friday. We added it Thursday um, because PLM I believe got good news and it moved. And I was like, okay, NAC and PLM normally move. And this is something else that you guys should look into. What stocks move together? And I'm always talking about sectors and sector watch lists, and that's really important to talk about. Um, always have sectors. Like it doesn't. Uh, Again, nothing in trading is fucking rocket science. Now, Lizard, let me ask you something. Yeah. Um, in our Discord, speaking for the newer members, um, we saw a lot of members getting frustrated 
um, at you know this week's market, and I'm speaking very very new members yeah. here. Do you have any words of encouragement for the new traders that are getting beat up a little by this market? Use lube. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, if you're gonna get fucked, use some lube. But uh, take it slow. Again, take it slow. <laughs> Loosen up, lube. loosen up, and open up that asshole. Yeah, and you're gonna get fucking fucked. You're buddy. getting fucking Andre the Giant's fist up your fucking ass if you're not paying attention and you let the market to you know you let the market just do this. And this is one thing I always talk about on the watch list when we have these big runs. I always say, do not get caught with your head up your ass. You need to be prepared, especially after very bullish runs. Oh, even if it's a bull, very bullish week, be prepared to have some pullback in the market. That's going to say, you know, everything just ran so hard. They can't just go up forever. You need to let them breathe. 100%. You've so, got to adjust to this market, you, you know. Um, you can't get too comfortable. You need to let this. You need to let it play out. And when you start, start seeing that, you know, maybe say, okay, I'm going to pull out this position. I'm a little green. And it might not be the full gains that I want, but I'm going to take it to protect myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that's one thing. And then people think it's like, it's like you ever seen a... Uh, a little puppy dog like run into a glass door over and over again and it just <laughs> and the dog keeps running into the door and it's I like let me out i don't think i've ever seen that maybe i'm thinking of my childhood but, <laughs> but lizard uh, used to run into a slider all the time his mother had to yeah. tape something on it and let him know that that's actually a, fucking, a glass uh, door she had to put lizard. me on a baby leash yeah um but yeah it's like you know you keep trying to buy the dip you keep trying to boom 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 relax you don't have to go and put all of your money into stocks every day. And if you're on a cash account, I know you get that high. You get that money flowing in what is Papa buying. Chill the fuck out. Chill out. Hey, if you want to gamble, put it on a game at nighttime. Yeah, you know, yeah. put it on a game at night. Or buy one share. Even, one share of GameStop. I'll tell you something. I bought one share of GameStop when it was all going bonkers the other day. At eight, the first day when it started to go back up, I was like, fuck it. I want to buy this. I feel like it's going to 200 and I should have fucking hammered it because I should have trusted myself, but I know that that's against my rules and I don't play stupid shit because who knows and I'm not trying to fuck with my money. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in on the action. I'll buy one share of GameStop. And guess what? You got it fucked. Went, no. Oh. <laughs> I fucking went like 88%. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll sell whatever. Kids, so, he was out of lube. I tried to, yeah. I tried to play by my rule, my rules even when it's... Uh, even when it's a little kooky. Yep. Um, so, we're doing this completely. We didn't plan anything. We this just is raw. The, um, um, what, what should we talk about? CCIV. That's a good thing to talk about. CCIV. CCIV. Very, very, very crazy week for CCIV. Kooky. It was like a roller coaster at Universal. Um, CCIV. Up, uh, you down, can't hate up, it. down. You can't hate it. I mean, I feel like a lot of people got on that very early. Everybody, I feel like the entire community was very... Well, Lizard... Know, when did we originally pick that up? That was under I $15. Saw, I literally, no, yeah, I saw the thing on the Bloomberg terminal, and I, I, I looked at the chart because it originally came out. No one was really talking about it. It spiked from, like, $10 to, like, 15 or 16 maybe even 14 and then it fucking quickly went down, and I was, and that, that I kind of got lucky. the most, yeah. I kind of got lucky, and just, I, I saw the news, I saw the chart, it had come down, and I bought it, I fucking hammered it at 11.15 because it came down, I was like, you know, I have a $1 risk here. I'm going to put my money in. I do not want to miss the Lucid merger because if you're new, this has been a big, you know, a lot of people have been doing the work trying to figure out who is going to bring Lucid public or if they're going to do an IPO. And I said, even if it's a rumor, I'm going to play it. 
Fucking yeah. I saw. I I just got. I honestly got lucky. If it was thirteen dollars, I probably still would have bought it at thirteen. I fucking hammered it at eleven dollars and fifteen cents, and um, and I think that day it might. I think it went to like probably like fifteen or sixteen. Um, that it was that first day when it really came from the Bloomberg terminal, and I was like, you know what, um, I'm just gonna hold this because if it does, I believe this is probably gonna go to a hundred dollars, um. And then we saw it, you know, a bunch of bullshit with it. The same shit we see with all the stocks. There's big people that want don't want you to make money. There's big people that are scared of making money. There's big people, you know, that play the opposite way. So uh, I had a feeling that when the merger got announced that we're going to see something like this. Because just because of the hype and the action it had beforehand, um, it was being played. every When you see everybody talking about something like it's a surefire thing then people are going to sell the news. I remember one of the things, um, it was EVFM, the launch EVFM. of their, their launch of their Fexi um, birth control. It was in, this is around August or September. I remember everyone was like, this thing is going to fucking rip the day of the launch. This thing's going to rip the day of the launch. Like this is a huge catalyst. And it ran so, it ran really hard up to the day of launch. The launch happened, boom, done. That's when you get out. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, you play the rumor. And when and when things really happen, you know. And again, sc- secure them profits. Yeah. You know, scale out. Yeah, you know? even that. If you if you want to hold some lotto shares, you know, long term. Yeah. Do it. Do it. You know, but make sure you secure those profits, especially when you do great DD. You know, hit on a play such as CSIV. You know, yeah. you want to reward yourself and absolutely at least secure some of those yeah, profits. Yeah, some of it. I mean, if you got in fucking ten dollars and it went to or even like fifteen dollars and it goes to sixty, that's great game. Oh, killer. Don't fucking. Don't just don't like, wait for a hundred. Yeah, I mean take some, uh, but fucking let again to that where where if you do wait it out, and I think a lot of people will get paid from waiting CCIV out. I think I, I which I am also uh, eyeing that very very close. I do want more. I believe Lucid is a fucking great investment. I think it's a fucking phenomenal company, and I think that it's gonna pay. Speaking of um, great companies, you know, another one we were pretty early on uh, that got some, did real great this week was your boy, Henrik Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was, yeah, I was transitioning to that as well. That's Henrik what I was Fisker, say. man, great week, great week yeah. for the Fisker long That's what I was saying, here. that's what I'm saying. So this, the whole CCIV thing kind of feels like Fisker, except it had a better move at the beginning. Um, now Fisker's gearing up, and I've, sa- I've said this from the beginning. The thing about Fisker is it's an affordable, like, it's a nice fucking electric vehicle that can totally compete in the actual car market. Um, I-, I would fucking buy one. It's cheap as fuck. Right. It's like $250 a month for a lease for a fucking, Which and I- it's like luxury. Like, if you were, if you're fucking going and buying, you know, your standard SUV and you can go get a Fisker Ocean for 250 a month, a lot of people are going to take that. And the, the fucking blue one, oh my God. The that second I saw fresh. the blue one, Matt I was blue. Like, that thing is so sexy. That yeah. thing is fresh, yeah. Um, Fish are doing a Fistler, great job yeah. over there. Hit 29 today, I believe. Great job. Um, I added that at the end of January. I saw it come down to... Um, I might do a tweet about this just to show what I saw, but like it came down to $15. Today, came down to $15. I was like, yeah, I, I need to add Fisker back into my long uh, because... I love my boy Fisker, and and I do believe in the company. I th- I, I think that goes to fifty to a hundred dollars within the next two years. 
Same thing. I do think Lucid will go to 50 to 100. Um, wow. Yeah, we saw some lows here at a Fisker. Fisk, yeah, Fisker hit eight. What do you? Unbelievable. Yeah. That was again. Now Fisker got hit. Kind of the same thing. CCIV's getting hit now. It's um, like the whole market. The market kind of shit the bed with the spacs. The spacs all go down together. It's just you know, there's there's things that make the market act in certain ways, and certain groups of stocks will get fucked, and. You either accept that and hold and understand what you're doing or you, you know, start pulling out. Like I very rarely will, I very rarely will hold the stock and let it go more than 15% down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, I, that's, you know, I start saying, okay, you know, it's time to move on. Everyone's got their own. Because you can make that, you can make that 15% loss. Well, and this is another thing. Calculate your losses by the size of your position. So if I fucking like a lot of the times I'll do these crazy day trades where I fucking throw down the meat hammer and I'll say, you know, I'm I'm willing to risk 3% on this play. And if it hits that 3%, it didn't work out and I move the fuck on. I don't say, oh, poor me. Everything that I buy goes down. Everything I buy goes down. The second I sell it, it goes up. Boo hoo. Shut the fuck up. I fucking can't stand you people when you do that. Like, Get over yourself. Boo, the boo-hoo, poor me. Get over it. You know? If you go in with a plan, you always exit with no emotion. That's right. That's right. Because either your plan executed or yeah. it did not. Yeah. And, and there will always be another one. That's the thing. That's the thing that I can't stress enough to these new members yeah. is when we're all celebrating and sending memes of us, you know, coming Jizzing. in the Discord... That is not time to buy. That 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 is time to secure. Yeah. Secure some of those profits. When you see people celebrating, that is normally. normally and there is a no reason signal. to worry because there's always more plays in the stock market. Yeah. That's the good thing about it is there are always more plays, and there are no reason to feel that you need to, you know, have the fear of missing out. With and every again, and if you do have FOMO, buy one share or scale out or scale the fuck you, out. No, I'm saying, well, yeah, if you're already in and you're scared of missing out on profits, there's FOMO to the upside, there's FOMO to the downside. If you're scared to sell because you're scared it's going to keep going up more, that's when you scale out. You sell some and you keep a little bit left. As If it does go up, it, you get some from that. If it goes down, you still secure profit on it. And a lot of the time I do calculations where I say, this position needs to get to this price so I can sell this many shares to have a free position and I'll have whatever amount of shares that the profit of my initial purchase covers those free shares and I can hold those free shares and whatever the fuck they do, I don't care. And, and a lot of the times it goes up and I'm just, that's how you make it rain. But you need to have a plan. Chip, chop, chip, chop. No, chip, I, have chop. Probably, I have probably said have a plan seven fucking thousand times. A day. More than that, yeah. Seven okay. fucking thousand times for every breath of air. It is working though. It is working though. I will say we've had some members absolutely execute their plans and really stress how much that's helped them as well. So yeah, it works. So if you're not in LKTG, there is a link in the description of this video. If you're not on YouTube listening to this, if you're on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, uh, you can just go to it. Just go in your browser and type discord.gg slash LKTG. And you can come and hop into our server and where, you know, if you have any questions, hit me up. I'm always there to help. 
Um, but yeah, so you just always need to have a plan, you know. Yep. I don't. I don't just buy and say, "Oh, I'm gonna." <laughs> well, that's how you're gonna. That's you know, you're gonna be buying lube is what you're gonna be buying for your ass. That's hurting. You won't have enough money to buy it because you fucking blew it. You're out of fucking your pennies. Yeah, you're out of pennies to buy some lube after Stinks. you get fucked in your ass. Yeah. So, you know, and if you got beat up, you come back. Stop like. You know, if you guys have suggestions of, of ideas you want us to talk about, shit you want to see on the show, guests you want to see, like, we definitely like to have some people on. Uh, like, Gecko, who would you like to have come on? Who would I personally like? Yeah. Let's fucking shoot for the stars. You want to no, shoot? No, you can know. It could be whoever you want, you know. Um, Friends of the show. Here, let's think of... Here, let me give a couple... I would love to see a couple members. I would love to talk oh, yeah. to a couple members of Lizard King Trading Group. Yeah. Um, I would love to talk to a couple other traders that have done well in the uh, in the industry. You know, maybe it would be really cool to talk to Yates if we could get Yates on here. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Randone does a great job on live interviews. I think he would sound real good on here. But I think I'd be most excited to hear back from the members of Lizard King Trading Group, to be honest with you. I like that. You. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I think we could have some fun conversations with uh, some of our some of our members on here. I just want to, you know, sit down and we have a conversation. Talk stocks, talk, really. Yeah. Yeah. Talk Whatever's going shit. on. You There's, know, we can have yeah. some fun on here. We can talk the yeah. market. We, could, we can talk crypto. We can talk about fucking your girl, on. whatever, you, you know? know. But one thing that's going on right now is this Top Shot NBA cards. And this is something I wanted to cover. But And that's a good thing about this because I'm not fucking. I'm just talking about what I want to talk about. I don't have a list of things I want to cover. I'm just going to come here and talk to NBA Top Shot shit. I tried to get a pack today. You tried to get a pack. How did that go? That that shit's been blown up. Did you see Terry Rozier, the NBA player, is tweeting about this? For people who are listening, because I think there's still a very good chunk of of people that don't know what these are. So Me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah, I I try to explain this. So these NFTs, they're called non-fungible tokens. They're essentially like a crypto asset that, you know, you hold and you own the asset. Um and there's a lot you can break these down. And there's so much to do with it, and there, there's people. So right now, the big reason of the NFTs, there's digital art, digital cards. I, I'm starting to see some people do some digital music, um, but so you buy it and you own it. And so like I could buy a digital, like so like a digital painting. Somebody paints a picture, they upload it to, um, whatever. They upload it online, and there's a way they can tokenize it, which so it makes the artwork like to, for for you know the people who just don't understand crypto. They essentially take the, so say you buy a Bitcoin, you have a Bitcoin, right? You own the Bitcoin, Correct. quotation marks, you own that coin. Um, this is, you know, tokenizing the artwork and you own that piece of artwork. So when the top shot is the number one NFT right now, it's the biggest thing. It's, it's almost single-handedly like gonna bring crypto and the blockchain mainstream, I think, because this is like. This is the first real use case of crypto that I've of the blockchain that I've seen um, that I've seen people using. I, you know, you see a lot of people talk about Bitcoin, but you don't see people using the the blockchain as a as an actual you know tool. And here with this NBA Top Shop, people are actually using blockchain technology, and they are investing and buying and holding and selling these assets. Do I think there's um, 
Do I think there's long-term value in these NBA top shots? That's something I don't. I think that there's going to be, these NFT market is going to be very oversaturated. And I think a lot of people are going to get burned in the long run. And, and I'm sure there's some like hardcore NFT people that are going to get pissed at me for saying this, but I think there's going to be some things that stay valuable, but say you go to like an art show and like, because anybody can make an NFT. So it's like the markets gets, gets really saturated. So, but I think the top shot thing, it's cool. Do I think that it, there's going to be things worth millions of dollars? Like in five years, probably maybe, but like, I think it's very hyped up right now, and I think it's gonna maybe like three to four more packs, and we're gonna see some like somebody's gonna buy one for a million, and then you know we're gonna see it start to fade out. So lizard, you're saying you know hypothetically, if you were to pull one of these packs and get you know something really good out of it, you're looking to secure your profit right away within the next couple of months at least. Okay. Um, so not something you're looking if, to sit on for a year or so, if a couple you get, years. If you listen, I'm the I'm the last person you're ever gonna hear shit on like new technology and new ideas. I fucking absolutely love the idea of this NBA Top Shot thing. Um, I love it. I think it's one of the coolest things that I've seen since the iPhone. And um, I think that I just think that it's getting gonna be a little overpriced. Like there's a lot out there, and people are gonna be paying more than than what things are going to last. But, like, say you get, like, a really good collector's item, just like Pokemon cards. Like, we see the Charizards now 25 years later going for a couple hundred thousand dollars. I think there will be long-term assets in the entire NFT market that are worth a lot of money, but I do think a lot of them are going to go for junk, and I think a lot of people are going to end up blowing more money than what the, the piece is actually worth. If you get some fucking insane thing, like, I don't know. I don't know the sports world that well, but I, if you get something you know, that has meaning and like, a, a, you know, I'm sure there will be some things that have lasting value, but I think a lot of it will for go sure. down as junk for sure is what I'm trying to get to. But I love the technology and I think it's sick. And I saw Mark Cuban now. Oh, look at, I just, they just tweeted something, but, but these packs. So, so yeah, NBA top shot. I don't even think, did we describe it? Did we describe it? I don't know. Not really. We've yeah. Just so, okay. So, yeah, I've literally been rambling so hard for almost 10 minutes. I, that's how much I love this Top Shot shit. I could just ramble for 10 minutes. Oh, Lizard loves his crypto. So let me break it down. Top Shot, it's a digital card. It's like a Pokemon card, but it's a video clip of like an NBA play. And they have them for di all different players. And they do, you know, random drops of packs. And you open up a pack and you get a couple, they call them moments. And you can sell the moments on a marketplace online. Um, so that's about as easy. It's like digital trading cards cool. that are backed by the blockchain. Cool. But, the, you know, there's a lot of... People are spending a lot of money to get them. Yeah, we're starting to see this get more and more normalized. So though. today they did a premium pack, and, and one pack costs $99, right? So to get the pack, you have to wait, f like, probably 15, 20 minutes before on their website. You have to get an account... It's, how it, many how many people get the packs today? How many were there was? I think there was give? like ten thousand packs today. Ten thousand, and um, I think there was over one hundred seventy thousand people in line today, wow. which was their biggest drop so far. I think wow. I think the next drop, we're gonna see over three hundred thousand people. I think this is gonna grow very very oh, fast. Yeah, 100%. And that's, I'd be curious to see what it was. You know, maybe the last drop a month ago. I think like sixty thousand, if that. Yeah, it's at least double now. That's interesting. Um, 
And I the thing is, I put out a tweet in way like November. I think it was Thanksgiving was when I first like started hearing about these NFTs. And I, I tweeted out something saying like, these NFTs are going to, these NFTs are going to like potentially have the technology to be the future. Um, and, and I said, people should read about them. And I bought some, you know, just some random shit online that I saw that they, but I saw the price in the past four or five months of these NFTs just go crazy. But I think, you know, I think people will do cool shit with it. It's something to keep on watch because, you know, there's different, you know, a halo. Yeah. The artist who designed everything on Halo, he's doing a an NFT drop. I believe it's this Wednesday at like 12 p.m. And he designed all these fucking kooky things, and it's like ten dollars a pack. I might have to log yeah, in. I'm for gonna that fucking one. buy a thousand packs, dude. It's we're gonna be way less hype, but um, the you know the DJ with the fucking mouse head, yeah. Dead Mouse Five or whatever, Dead Mouse. I don't know how you say his oh, fucking yeah, that name. Guy but, that, yeah, I know who um, you're talking about. What's that guy's name? It's Dead Mouse Five. It's what it looks like on paper, but I think it's Dead Mouse. But he was like the first artist that did these NFTs. Um, I don't know if he was the first one, but back in I think December, I bought a bunch of packs. He he did these, and you get there was cards. You know, there's there's common cards, there's gold, silver cards. You know, it's like every it's like you know Fortnite. You got the common guns, you got the rare guns, you got them fucking gold guns. You know. Yeah. So and but there was a, there was a one of one card in this dead mouse ooh, pack, ooh. and somebody got it, and it sold for fifty thousand dollars. And it cost the kid a hundred bucks to get it. Ten dollars. Oh, ten. One pack was ten dollars. Ten dollars. The NBA ones are a hundred. They so they'll do standard packs, which are normally so around ten all to different. twenty. Okay. They do standard pack, and you get you know three cards or whatever. Oh, and then today, today an NBA was the premium pack for a hundred dollars. Um, so I mean, it's like a fun, exciting thing. Like you're waiting it in line fun. to try to get fun. it. Um, and and I will give one uh, one thing that I'll give props to the Top Shot. I, I know a lot of people are bitching about them, even myself included. Um, they, they're pushing back the launches and stuff, the drops, um, but they're doing a good, they're doing a good job. Our bottle of wine is gone. They're doing a good job on, what am I even saying? (laughs) They're doing a good job on like stopping bots and, um, you know, scammers that have like seven accounts. They're making oh, yeah, it very yeah, yeah, yeah. fair to like. Yeah. They're making it very. I fair. like that though. I, I like that because, I, it's, for it's example, hard to get. yeah, you know, and, and there's people out there flipping sneakers and whatnot. Yeah. You know, you can't even do that anymore. There's so many people trying yeah. to do it. You know. Yeah. So. And that that's one good thing about the blockchain. That I like that. I like blockchain that. stops a lot of those issues and yeah, so they're doing a good job. Um, cool. So yeah, that, that was one thing I wanted. To cover right now, and yeah, there's a drop. I think it's March third. It's called Evolution. It's made by the guy that fucking made Halo, and he's got all these crazy artworks that I don't know. You know, fucking drop ten bucks on Master Chief artwork. Yeah, exactly. That like, dude, if you there will probably be some rare ass Master Chief one. Dude, they're doing a fucking. I'm gonna be the guy to pay fifty thousand for it. (laughs) They're dropping a fucking. Dr. Seuss NFT pack. Dr. Seuss, huh? You know Dr. Seuss? Yeah, of course yeah. I know Dr. Seuss. The fucking you dude, me? you got that fucking legendary cat in the hat. Do I know Dr. You fucking, fucking show Seuss, up to the, You show up to the club with a legendary cat in the hat oh, NFT and you just pull that up on your soaking phone. soaking wet. Her pussy is going to be... Rain's in the forecast You're going to be putting your own hat. You're going to put... outside. You're going to put your own hat in her cat. Oh, you got an umbrella? I didn't think it was raining today. Is that your boyfriend? Does he have a fucking legendary Grinch? Grinch who stole Christmas? Does he have a uh, the Lorax? You ever seen this? I got a fucking legendary Dr. Seuss. 
legendary Dr. Seuss and your girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening to our first episode of the podcast. We finished our wine. It's not a podcast. It's a podcast, but it's not a podcast. <laughs>